following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Uh, we made it to Hump Day on Main Street Sports today for 2022 on the program. Our guest will be Heather Williams, live from Bristol, WCYB TV. Talk a little NASCAR, her weekly visit. So stay tuned for that. The Preds get a shootout win. Also, the Grizzlies in the playoffs to even that series at one game apiece. A.J. Brown, say it ain't so. Hey, we'll talk about it. Also, Tannehill, Titans, UT Softball, Vandy Baseball, Tennessee Tech, and as always, the daily Braves chatter and this day in Braves history. Now, live to the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. Welcome in. It is a wild and wacky Wednesday here on 420. <laughs> wild mm-hmm. and wacky, right? Mm-hmm. Who knew? Go figure. Uh, yeah. Couldn't have planned that one any better, Mo. Couldn't have planned it. Thank you guys for hanging out with us here on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am Chris Yow. He's Mo Patton, and we have got a great show for you lined up. It's going to be great uh, because we have a ton of topics to get into, including the return of Ronald Acuna Jr. last night, but also another right fielder in Gwinnett with a heck of a play that we'll have to talk about so we'll have to talk about what's going on in the world of baseball and our entire second half is just about outside of wild and wacky is going to be a spent talking baseball so before we talk baseball mo let's give today's opening tip the top story coming from just north in lexington kentucky as it's been announced that the sec's leader in all things big men Tashibway says, I'm coming back. Is that surprising to you? Two years ago, it would have been surprising. Okay. Pre-NIL, it would have been surprising. All right. Not so much now. I mean, Why is that? Well, um, Kyle Tucker of The Athletic um, had an article back in February that said um, – Regarding Sheboy specifically, there are already six-figure offers rolling in, plus a giant pile of smaller deals that add up to a significant number. Sheboy is about to get a free Porsche, like teammates Ty-Ty Washington and Shaden Sharp, <laughs> Come on. and launch a merchandise and apparel deal. Oh, and there's this bombshell, which might be the headline for UK fans who've resigned themselves to the fact Sheboy will turn pro after this season. Quote, I'm looking at an email right now. If he comes back to school, there will be a multi-million dollar deal on the table, Conley said. I'm not sure who Conley is. This is a quote out. But <laughs> Tucker goes on to say, cue the record scratch sound effect, right? I'm sorry, a m- m- multi-million? Multi-million, not million. Multi-million. That's more than one. So uh, why go to the NBA where everybody's good if you can get multi-millions where – you already know you're the man. And can you imagine the number of Kentucky, former Kentucky players that are saying, where was this when I was in Lexington? Oh, come on. Well, 
<laughs> well, I mean, yeah, no, you, you, you are absolutely right. It, it wasn't multi-millions. It but. was comfortable. <laughs> it wasn't multi that we know of. <laughs> well, but but I mean, it wasn't celebrated. I mean, right. you couldn't you couldn't flaunt it. <laughs> you couldn't drive around in a Porsche. In a Porsche. No, you might could drive around in something, but not a Porsche. Yeah, so you, you, you could drive around in a Charger in Tuscaloosa, and nobody said a word. But it's cause not a Porsche because everybody's driving around in Chargers <laughs> exactly. in Tuscaloosa. Why are they not driving around in Mercedes? Uh, That's what I want to know. Totally, because you can't drive around in a Mercedes, even though. <laughs> I mean, that makes perfectly good sense, well, doesn't it? Nick does own a dealership i guess now they could i guess how does that work could, when the coach yeah i don't know if the dealership could be a <laughs> anyway nil man it's it's a whole new world it's the wild wild west wow we just did two soundtracks whole new world aladdin and wild wild west from of course wild wild, wild west, west. <laughs> wow soundtrack day here on <laughs> wild and wacky wednesday <laughs> we need to just let jp tell us about what happened yesterday and what's, and what's going to happen what's today. coming up today yeah jp we're going to send it to you because we got to stop talking about this tell us yesterday's results and give us today's schedule on the rundown this is the rundown this is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow, Live, Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor. IFP and Grow, Live, Give are not affiliated. All right. A busy, busy day in high school sports. We'll start off with baseball from yesterday. It was Brentwood 13-1 winners over Hillsboro. Clarksville 10-0 over Springfield. Uh, Clarksville uh, took two, actually, 4-0 in game two. Clarksville Academy 12-2 over DCA. It was Clarksville Northeast 5-4 over West Creek. Grace Christian Grace Christian Franklin over Columbia Academy 13-2 there. Cookville falls to Wilson Central 7-3. It was Cullioca, 8-4 winners over Richland. Eagleville, 14-3 over Huntland. East Hickman falls to Fairview, 11-3. Dixon County, 4-3 winners over Father Ryan. Station Camp got a dub over Gallatin, 5-3. Giles County, the same by the same score over Loretto. Good Pasture, 12-2 over Friendship Christian. Hume Fogg falls to Hillwood, 5-2. Hendersonville shutting out Hunters Lane, 13-0. Over to 9-3 winners over Franklin. CPA, 12-3 winners over Lipscomb Academy. Murfreesboro Central Magnet 23 to nothing over Maplewood. Lebanon falls to Mount Juliet 6 to 1. Page over Marshall County 7 to 2. It was Ravenwood shutting out Columbia 6 to nothing. Riverdale 2 1 winners over Blackman. Oakland 6 to 2 over Rockvale. Rossview 13 3 over Henry County Independence. 4 to 2 over Siegel. Lincoln County shutting out Spring Hill. 12 to nothing. You can read more about that at MainStreetMurray.com. The Hall of Famer was on site. Stewart's Creek, 6 nothing over Centennial. Summertown, 10 zip over Mount Pleasant. Nolansville, 4 1 winners over Summit. It was Tullahoma, 7 to 2 winners over Lawrence County. University School in Asheville, 13 to 3 over Middle Tennessee Christian. And Zion Christian, 5 3 over Franklin Road Christian. In softball from yesterday, Cane Ridge 11-10 over Antioch. Station Camp 9-7 over Beach. Cannon County falls to Westmoreland 18-2. Zion Christian took a pair from Clarksville Christian. Uh, 19-16 love the scores there. Independence 8-4 
Uh, winners over Columbia. Columbia Academy, 15-0 over Webb School. CPA, 10-0 over Harpeth Hall. White House, shut out by Creekwood. 7-0, good pasture. 7-2 winners over DCA. Stewart's Creek, 5-2 over Eagleville. It was Friendship Christian, 17-2 over Ezel Harding. Gallatin, 15-0 over McGavick. Henry County, 4-0 over Dixon County. Lebanon fell to Green Hill, 8-3. Lincoln County, big over Page, 15-2. Summertown shutting out their in-county rival 12 to nothing on Tuesday. Davidson Academy 3 to nothing over Nashville Christian. It was Riverdale 8, Oakland 3, Rockville 8, Blackman 1, Clarksville 8-1 winners over Rossview, Wayne County 15 to nothing over Santa Fe and White House Heritage 9 to 8 over Harpeth. Boys soccer on the pitch, Columbia 3 deal over Nolansville, Community 2-1 over Zion Christian, Cookville falls to Laverne 4 to 2. Station Camp 5-1 over Gallatin, Hendersonville 4-1 over Beach. Wilson Central 1-0 over Lebanon. NBA falls to Martin Luther King 2-1. Merrill Hyde put 10 in the back of the net over Knowledge Academies to their 1. Murfreesboro Central Magnet 4-1 over Spring Hill. It was Blackman uh, doubled up by Oakland 4-2. Tullahoma and Page play to a 1-1 draw. It was Richland 3-2 over Lawrence County. Rockville 1-0 over Riverdale. Stewart's Creek 1 to one that is a tie over against Siegel. Smyrna three to nothing over Mount Juliet Loretto, shutting out Wayne County five to nothing. High school, uh, excuse me, college baseball from yesterday. Vanderbilt shutting out Tennessee Tech seven to nothing. Tennessee over Bellarmine nine to three. MTSU downs Belmont in the borough three to one. Austin P big over Southern Illinois. 11-4, Lipscomb 5-3 over Western Kentucky. Division 2, Trevecca falls to Lincoln Memorial 12-4. And in college softball yesterday, it was Alabama A&M 5-2 over Tennessee State. Western Kentucky shutting out Lipscomb. Out west of the majors, L.A., the Braves 3, Dodgers 1. Sounds shutting out Charlotte at First Horizon last night, 7-0. The Preds 3-2 winners over the Flames in a shootout. And the Grizzlies, even the series with the T-Wolves, now tied at one game piece. On the schedule today, high school baseball at 4 o'clock. Let's play two, Montgomery Central and Greenbrier. Also at 4 East Nashville at Antioch at 4.30. You'll see CPA Lipscomb Academy, Ensworth at Brentwood Academy. Pope John Paul II hosting MBA at 5.30. First pitch between Franklin Road Academy and Friendship Christian. Clarksville and Dixon County also at 5.30. At uh, 6, we'll see Riverdale at Blackman. Hopkinsville, Kentucky will be at Clarksville Northwest at 6. Also at 6, games including Gallatin at Station Camp. Rockvale at Oakland. John Overton at Franklin. That's at 6.30. Also at 6.30, Ravenwood at Columbia. Siegel at Independence. It is um, uh, Summit at Nolansville at 6.30. Brentwood at Stewart's Creek also at 6.30. At 7 tonight, you'll see Murfreesboro Central Magnet at Community Beach hosting McGavick, Hunters Lane at Hendersonville, Mount Juliet in Lebanon, and Wilson Central will take on Cookville. Softball doubleheader at 4 o'clock. Webb School at BGA at 4.30. We'll see Franklin at Brentwood Academy. Also at 4.30, Clarksville Academy versus Davidson Academy. Gallatin at McGavick. At 5, Santa Fe at Mount Pleasant. Portland at Greenbrier. 5.30, we'll see Centennial at Green Hill. Also, Lincoln County hosting Spring Hill at 6. Murfreesboro Central Magnet at Laverne. Cornersville at Eagleville. Siegel at Wilson Central. And at 6.30 tonight, Smyrna is at Summit. On the pitch this evening at 6, Giles County will be in Lewisburg to take on Marshall County. And at 7, Laverne is at Mount Juliet. Uh, D2 Baseball. Cumberland is at 
IU Southeast. 2 o'clock should be first pitch underway. D2, Trevecca at Lincoln Memorial. That's a 3 o'clock first pitch. College softball, Belmont and MTSU at 5 from the borough. And Tennessee hosts Virginia Tech at 6. That game on the mothership ESPN. Major League Baseball, the Braves and the Dodgers continue their series. Should be throwing out the first pitch, uh, or just did so. Charlie Morton on the mound for the Braves uh, and Gonsolin uh, for the Dodgers. And the Sounds continue their series against the Knights from Charlotte at 635 Central tonight. That is your Tuesday rundown on Wednesday. Brought to you by Jim Davis, GrowLiveGive.com. All right, thank you for getting all of that in. JP, appreciate it. Let's take a quick break. Heather Williams joins us uh, to talk a little NASCAR, some Bristol, and of course, it's Talladega. Always good to have Talladega week coming your way. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint returns after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go tour their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. 5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant is on the controls. And what 
a fantastic show we have lined up for you. We're going to talk a lot of different sports, a lot of baseball today, but we've got some basketball, some hockey to get to as well. Uh, of course, we've got NFL, NFL news like crazy. So we'll get to all of that, but it is, of course, time for our weekly visit to talk NASCAR with Heather Williams of WCYB TV out of Bristol. Heather, what's going on? Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, as always. Yeah, coming off a crazy finish here at Bristol. Uh, a lot of fun in the dirt. I know people complained a lot, but it's hard to argue with that finish this weekend. It was certainly, um, uh, well, not controversial, but a lot of folks didn't like it because of, well, if it had been anybody else getting the win that way, it probably would have been okay. But if it's 18, they're not happy. Uh, yes, the Boo Birds were out in full force, even though a lot of people had left during the rain delay. Um, I think everybody that stayed hated Kyle Busch. <laughs> a lot of people left. A lot of people weren't there to start with, Heather. I, I kind of got some, and, and again, not a huge NASCAR guy. That's a given. But I heard that some people were a little upset about racing on Easter. And we talked about this last week. And, including junior, you know, there, there was a service and that kind of thing, but there were some NASCAR fans that were bothered by the fact that there was racing. They were, but I think it's a little unfair to say that there were people there. It was the highest attended spring race at Bristol since 2016. Um, my biggest thing about Bristol when I, when I had these discussions with people about attendance at Bristol is NASCAR got greedy in the 90s and the early 2000s. Bristol is too big. Bristol is too big. It holds 100 and it's debatable because they've taken seats out, put in drink rails, and they don't really report that. But approximately 130,000 people it holds now. Um, there were 70,000 people at the Super Bowl. There are approximately that many people, 60 to 70 at Bristol this weekend. I, I really don't think attendance <laughs> is a just problem. It looks half full. Right, because the, the because it is too big. half full. Yeah, right. the stadium is yeah. too big. It's too big. It's too big for today's sports landscape. Nothing save the day, the Indianapolis 500, maybe the Daytona 500. Nothing in the motorsports world is going to get more than 100,000 people. It's just not. That's not the world we live in anymore. 70,000 people for a race in Bristol, Tennessee, is an outstanding crowd. Well, and to that point, that was one of the reasons NASCAR decided to do dirt. They, they wanted to get a little creative to see if they could bring some people back to the seats. And uh, it's, it's been a, a challenge to say the least, but you know, with, with the first year with rain and then this was a, again, rain again this year, but it, it's, it's still a unique enough race that it's going to bring a little more fans to the stands than, a normal Bristol race. So in that regard, and of course, television in, involved in that, yeah, that's why they've decided to bring it back for another year. Yeah, the ratings were way up. I think something like 38% um, over a comparable race last year because last year's dirt race was was actually rained out and run on a Monday afternoon. So I think the ratings are actually up like 80% over that, but you can't compare those apples to apples. Um, but over 4 million people watched per average over the, the course of the race, and it was at a peak of four and a half million. It was the number one rated sporting event in that time slot, even beating the NBA playoffs. So it's hard to hard argue with those numbers. Yeah. Well, that's why TV TV is the driving factor in this, in, in this racing on Easter and it worked. 
more so than attendance. Can't argue with it. Yeah, absolutely. But both um, were up. Both were up. So, I mean, you can't right. ask for much more than that. Yeah. Speaking with Heather Williams of WCYB-TV in Bristol, um, talking a little NASCAR, and we were watching the highlights Sunday night, and, and we touched on the Kyle, Kyle Bush situation. Is it was it just the fact that it was Bush that wanted that that created that? Because I mean, yes, <laughs> he, he wasn't he was not involved in any way, shape, or form in. He's just Kyle Bush. Yeah, and, and, and that's enough. Huh? Him win. He, I mean, he's he the Brady Belichick. Yeah, he, he's the Brady slash Belichick of NASCAR. <laughs> Nobody wants to see him win because he's a little cocky, and he's good. He's got a reason to be a little cocky. Right, right. I mean, the win moved him in the second place all time in Bristol wins, tied with Richard Petty, um, uh, Rusty Wallace. I'm sorry, Dale Earnhardt, Rusty Wallace, and um, Cale Yarbrough, second all time. And he's just now uh, three wins behind DW for the all-time uh, wins at Bristol. So, I mean, he's very good at Bristol. I, You know, people love to hate him at Bristol. He thrives on the booze at Bristol. Um it's actually good that he wins at Bristol because it brings out the emotion in the race fans. I mean, seeing Tyler Reddick win would have been nice. would have been a nice story, but I don't think, well, I know that if he would have won instead of wrecking with the second place driver in turn four, Bush winning, nobody would have been talking about this race. Hey, she's not wrong. <laughs> so before we get off Bristol, Again, Jody and I were watching highlights Sunday night, and she's like, so they're racing on dirt. Okay, so how do they get that off? I said, you know what? I'll ask Heather. So <laughs> what, what do you do with that to get back to the regular surface there? I mean, they just bring in the dirt movers and the and the dump trucks and dig it up just like they brought it in, Same. and then they'll power wash the – the track, um, they said that, I mean, when I've talked to Steve Swift, who's the uh, director of facilities for all of uh, Speedway Motorsports, which includes Atlanta and Bristol and a bunch of other tracks, um, Nashville, Nashville um, he says it's much easier to get the dirt out than it is to get it in. Um, and they actually, store the dirt, <laughs> they actually store the dirt on property now, so they just use the same dirt over and over again. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they just bring in dirt movers, of the dump trucks, and they load it up one load at a time and take it back out to on, on their property where they keep it. What's the process? I mean, how long does that take? To take it off, I think it'll take them about two weeks. It takes about a month to get it all in and packed and and the way they want it shaped. Obviously when you take it up, you just rip it up. So it goes much quicker. Yeah. I could do that. I could tear it up. Yeah. They do have one more race on the dirt here next weekend. They're going to bring the world of outlaws in um, the sprint cars and the uh, late mm. models and race. So, and then they'll tear it up and uh, get ready for the, the uh, concrete race later in the fall. Gotcha. Interesting, to say the least. One place they'll never put dirt is Talladega Super Speedway because they have a dirt track right next to it. And if they want to run, they can just go over there. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. But one of the things that we talk about every year when it's Daytona, one of the when we talk about Talladega, it is all the same thing. Anybody can win because if you don't get caught in the wrecks, you got a shot. If you if you finish the race, you got a chance to win it. And uh, Heather, this week is no different at at this Super Speedway. 
For sure. And super speedway racing, it's a, it's, it's, there's a lot of luck involved, right? Staying out of the wrecks, but there's also a little bit of an art to it. There are definitely guys that are better at super speedway racing than others. Dale Earnhardt was the best there was at super speedway racing. Even though he only, even though he only won one Daytona 500, he won a lot at Talladega and in the summer race at Daytona. Same thing with Tony Stewart was very good. Uh, Denny Hamlin is very good on the super speedways. There, Bubba Wallace is good in the super speedways. I think he's finished second, second, first, the last three. Uh, well, except for the races. last one. The last one, he got caught in that wreck at Daytona and finished, what, 14th in the 500? No, he finished second in the 500. Uh, uh pretty sure <laughs> I i'm gonna look it up because I, I i thought he won the race and then it ended up he got uh he, he got in i thought he ended up like 12th or something no i think he ended up second because i remember standing in victory lane thinking that he won because the start finish line was i thought he won too i went crazy <laughs> okay maybe maybe it was he was he was involved in the crash at the finish line though. Yeah, yeah, he was. But I still think I, I, okay. I think that was after they he actually okay after they actually passed the start finish line. I think he finished second. Nonetheless, he's right. very good at the super speedways for sure. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and so there's a there is some luck, right? Because that's why Austin Cindric won and Bubba didn't, right? But exactly. There's luck, <laughs> but there, but. Um, but there's also a lot of skill. You have there's a certain style of racing that some guys put the effort in to be good at the super speedway, and some throw it away because there's so much luck involved. Makes sense. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to prepare for something that you have no real control over half of the <laughs> the outcome. You know, it's it, it makes a lot of sense to to kind of you know just it, because it's it's a little bit easier as far as driving is concerned because you don't use your brakes as much and that sort of thing You're, you can pretty much go 95 percent accelerator most of the race but that being said it's also taxing on the body because you're running 175 to 200 miles an hour for three and a half hours in a car that that's rough yeah yeah, I mean, the, the only other tracks that have that kind of G-force would be like a Bristol uh, concrete, and you're not going as fast, but because of the banking, it's got that G-force on your body, and it wears you out just as much. I think you might be thinking about Atlanta, where Bubba was running up front and wrecked because they did. Oh, they did that might have been it. They, they, they drafted at Atlanta, and Bubba was running up front and got up, caught up in a wreck and finished about 14th. So I, th I think, and when I was thinking about that, I think you're thinking of, of Atlanda. Because there's might have it's been a super speedway race now, too. Yeah, it, well... Yeah, that and that may, that very well may have been it. I'm I'm not entirely sure, but it, you know, Talladega is one of those tracks where we talk about the big one, and it, you can't you can't ignore that. But it's easier, or I guess it's it's more difficult to predict what's going to happen at a Talladega because of the luck. That being said, we just talked about all of those race, all those drivers who are usually pretty good at Talladega. So you got to tell us who you think is going to win. Well, since my pick last week did terrible. Oh, he didn't do terrible, but he certainly didn't win. I think he ended up finishing the top 15 or something like that. Uh, take this with a grain of salt, but I like Ryan Blaney. Um, he's won at Talladega several times before. He's very good at super speedway racing, one of those drivers that we talked about. He's second in the points, and he is right there on the cusp of the win. He was top five in Bristol. Um, 
it's it's time he's due and so um i'd like ryan blaney this week ryan blaney that's a that's that that is a unique pick you don't hear that name very often especially to go to victory lane so i'm looking forward to seeing how close you you are heather uh, I have not been that good this year with the picks, if I'm being honest. It's okay. It's okay. I, I, I'm just going to bet on you. We're going to start a new series. We're just bet on Heather's pick and see what happens. You You'd go. probably do better if you bet against Heather's picks. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> Heather versus the field, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, we appreciate you taking some time with us, as always, each and every week on Wednesday. Uh, around this time, it's always a pleasure, and we always get some great knowledge, especially when it comes to – uh, NASCAR and East Tennessee high school sports because sometimes we have to we have to veer off into that. <laughs> and, Anytime. Oh, you want and, and before we do, let her go. Oh, what what do you what do you think about the 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 prodigy coach at Chucky Doke? Oh, the twelve year old. I actually know nothing about that. I've been so caught. I mean, I heard about it, but I, I've been so caught up in racing the last two weeks. I haven't had a chance to really look right. at, at what went He out. looks <laughs> like he'll have players older than him. There's a few coaches around here that are like that. There are, there are, there are quite a few coaches when they hired um, the coach at Crockett a few years back, he was like 26 years old or something like that. And I thought, gosh, I've almost been here long enough to have covered him in high school. Um <laughs> But uh, you know, if they he's got he's gotten it done at Crockett. I mean, they've been very good. So I mean, if you could coach, you can coach. There, there's no there's no shame in covering someone coaching that you also cover playing. Is there? That's that's totally fine. I, I mean, don't know what she's totally about. fine. I don't know what I've she's talking about here. I've covered guys at high school that have played in and retired uh, from from professional sports and been retired for ten years now. So uh, yeah, there's yep. no shame in that game. Uh, there you go. Heather, we appreciate it. As always, thank you. Always fun to come on, guys. All right. When we come back, we are going to not talk about the Braves. Um, we've got a lot more to get to before we get to uh, the Braves, which are currently playing. So there's that. But we've got the Preds, the Grizzlies, and the Titans. This is going to be Nashville Pro Sports in this next segment. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by our friends at Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll return after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. 
Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Nobody covers high school sports like Main Street Preps, bringing you hyper-local coverage of the teams and athletes in your backyard. Wherever your Main Street is, we've got a podcast for you. From the Sumner County Sports Podcast with Zach Womble, Casey's Take on Sports with Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange's sports reporter Casey Patrick, the MSP North Podcast with Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller covering Montgomery and Robertson Counties to Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmatier with a macro view of prep sports in Middle Tennessee. Find your local prep sports from Main Street Preps and find out uh, wherever the podcasts are dropping each week right here on the social media platforms and wherever you get your podcast. And if you want to pick up where the preps leave off from preps to pros, well, you're in the right place because we got Mo Patton and Chris Yao. That's right. We've got you covered from preps to pros and everywhere in between here on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Last night, big win for our Nashville Predators, who really needed it. Uh, a As far as the standings are concerned, uh, picking up some some extra ground in that wild card spot. Um, and then of course getting a big win over Calgary last night, Calgary, who came in with a, a 47 and 19 record, um, 47, I'm sorry, 47 and 20 and nine record. But Matt Duchesne gets his 40th goal of the season and becomes the first predator to ever score 40 goals in a year. That's insane. Wow. I mean, insane Duchesne, insane in the membrane. <laughs> it's 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 truly remarkable what he has been able to do this year for this team after just such a sloppy start to his tenure mm-hmm. here in Nashville. Everybody thought, this guy's terrible. What have we done? And now you're seeing exactly what – John Hines and the front office saw in Matt Duchesne when they traded for him. Yeah. Um, you know, 
Preds fans probably feel like it was a long time coming, like you said. I mean, he he didn't get off to the smoothest, the greatest start to his Predators tenure, but becoming the first in franchise history to score 40 goals, I mean, kind of speaks for itself. It, it does. And so right now, the, uh, all eight spots in the Eastern Conference have been uh, clinched. So... um. Those folks don't have to worry about it. The Western Conference, however, is still a little bit of a, a mess. The Avalanche are going to be the one seed. They're what some might call a country mile ahead of everybody else. The Blues and the Wild will likely be um, the two and three. Right now, Nashville and Dallas are still battling hard for that 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 for the two wild card spots. Um, Vegas is still in the hunt. Vancouver's in the hunt. And of course, with the difficulty of the predator schedule throughout the rest of the month, they really have to kind of bear down right here because again, Vegas and, and Vancouver right there on their heels, just uh, six points away from taking uh, one of those wild card spots. So, Big week ahead for the Predators. They need to continue uh, their their solid play, and they will get back onto the ice, I believe, Saturday and Sunday, where they will go back to back once again. Again, yeah, they'll have uh, they'll have Tampa Bay on Saturday, and then on Sunday, I believe they will <clears throat> be at home against Minnesota, traveling back from Tampa Bay. So. That's a it's a tough go, man. It is. It's a tough go. And then you've got Calgary again at home uh, next week. Go to Colorado and then to Arizona. Whew. It's a, it's a tough it's a tough stretch. And you've, I mean, and clearly go, you just got to grind it out. Go and get tough. The tough got to get going. So good luck to the Predators. Uh, last night the Memphis Grizzlies certainly bounced back with a vengeance despite a scare from Ja Morant. Uh, ja got need in the thigh area and had to go back to the locker room to make sure it wasn't anything more than just a bruise. Uh, he did return and the, <laughs> well, Memphis certainly made Minnesota pay for that, that game one win <laughs> With a one twenty four to ninety six victory last night, um, at no point were Cat and the T Wolves anywhere near uh, the the Grizzlies. So not just Cat and the T Wolves, but is it Anthony Edwards? Is that the kid from Georgia? Yeah, he had twenty last night. Yeah, um, seven of sixteen from the floor. Solid night for him. But he, still not good enough to beat Ja. Oh well. You you got to bring it to be just, but, but I mean the T Wolves with 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 Edwards and Cat like you said they're they're not going to be an easy out I don't think but I, I think that first game that what was it one thirty to one seventeen in game one yeah but, with Edwards going off yeah I, I I'm not sure that that was indicative of how this series is gonna finish out I, I, yeah you know I think that's kind of the thing is you expect them to kind of do what they did last night as far as, you know, the Timberwolves superstars are going to get 15 points out of Cat, 
10 boards, et cetera. And mm-hmm. then you're going to get maybe 20 out of Edwards. Mm-hmm. If they get more than that, you might be in trouble. So you've got to, you've got to limit them to their averages and, and make sure nobody else goes off. Right. Well, I, and, and that's the thing is if somebody else beats you, you don't feel so bad, right? If you can stop those two, if you're the Grizzlies, you feel good about your chances because you're the number two scoring offense in the league. So you're going to, you're going to score your points. You feel like you feel like, Mm -hmm. so right now uh, the Grizzlies have to continue doing what they do. Just score points. Your defense is solid. You're going, you're going to be in every game because you can score with anybody. Uh, And last night, just going again, proving that this team can score with the best of them at 124. So uh, game three, yeah, we'll uh, – let's see. I believe it is on Thursday, I think. Let me make sure of that. It is Thursday at 6.30. They will be in Minnesota. So they go, they'll go up there for, um, I guess, two. Maybe – I guess maybe three. I'm not sure. No, I'm not NBA. sure how the NBA – I know they do two. I think it's two, two, one, one, one. That's, I hope so. I think that's how they do it. I, 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 feel, I feel confident that – Memphis will find their way back home uh, for that game for the clincher, though. And finally, before we get out of here, we have a couple of housekeeping items in the NFL world. A.J. Brown and Debo Samuel have the same agent. Debo Samuel as requested from the 49ers a trade. He did not want to discuss specific reasons behind his request, but did, in fact, confirm he has told the 49ers he does not want to be part of their organization going forward. Yikes. Is is this a problem? And not for not just for the Titans and AJ, but for every team in the NFL. Who was it that, that set the market here a few weeks ago? Kirk. Christian Kirk. Kirk. A, a run-of-the-mill, decent, maybe number two guy. He was at Arizona. Is that right? Um, he was, but Jacksonville is who paid him. Because they're Jacksonville. Yeah. And, I, well, and the, I'm not, the same Jacksonville that, you know, as we talked to Mike Dettelier a couple of weeks ago, is probably going to take Aiden Hutchinson at number one instead of taking an offensive lineman after taking a quarterback number one the year before. So yeah, uh, yeah. It's Jacksonville. Well, uh, and Jag's going to Jag. Obviously, right? they didn't do this on purpose, but it's certainly making it more difficult for the Titans to re sign. AJ Brown, yeah, because they have now driven that market up, and now you you see what Tyreek Hill has gotten from mm-hmm. the Dolphins, and on top of that, now you're seeing all of these these solid second round wide receivers. It was AJ, it was uh, who was it? It was uh, AJ Debo and somebody else who were all second round receivers um, who feel like they've outperformed who, their current contracts, right? So, it's certainly interesting to see what uh, what is in store for the. I'm not sure 
that Debo situation in San Francisco and AJ's situation in Tennessee are necessarily the same. I don't think so either. But I do think they both have the same mindset. And the mindset is, how do I get the most money I can get for myself and still be a contributor to the team I want to I, I just that's, I just feel like AJ and the Titans are probably closer to the gap between what AJ wants and what the Titans are, are willing to do is probably closer than that between Debo and the 49ers. I, I, and I understand the fact that they have the same agent. I just hope that and maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part. I think I think there are two things here. How much money can I get and be where I want to be? The positive for AJ in Tennessee is he wants to be in Tennessee. So. Yeah. All right, let's take a break because the music is playing. And uh, we'll take a quick halftime and come back here on Main Street Sports today. So stick around. We'll be right back. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Stay tuned. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Runner of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, R.A. Dickey. R.A., did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan McGee. <laughs> other guy Wham married the best-looking girl Bananarama, so other guy Wham had pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms forms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Oh, welcome in. It is halftime here. And just, uh, I, I mentioned this earlier, Mo, but, uh, you know, the, the defamation uh, suit that is, has been brought against Johnny Depp's ex-wife um by johnny depp by johnny depp okay uh and one i I watched some of the testimony today on court tv and absolutely if it were anybody else if it were not johnny depp giving the testimony the judge jury and entire world would be asleep and they would have to wake each other up to hear the testimony. It was so bad. <laughs> I mean, it, because it's Johnny Depp. It's exactly, it, it, he's on the stand sounding exactly like you think Johnny Depp sounds on the stand. <laughs> he, he made a story about his ex-wife throwing a liquor bottle and severing his, his finger. Boring. I don't even know how you can do that. 
How do you make a story that exciting sound that boring? I, it, it's truly remarkable. I had to change the channel to some movie that I... So you could stay awake. Huh? So I could stay Exactly. <laughs> it was rough, man. So, and, and this morning I was, I, I was put, uh, I was getting ready to come to the office and Sarah had it on her phone, just kind of watching it. And I was like, what are you watching? She was like the Johnny Depp case. And I'm just like, one, I didn't know it was that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, I knew that there was one, but this is wild. So anyway, uh, <laughs> if you want to watch or, or if you want to get some good rest, turn on the Johnny Depp defamation case. <laughs> JP, get us out of here. We've got uh, baseball, softball, all of that coming up in the second half of Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Stick around. <laughs> 